never seen a lame man walk Never heard a dumb man talk Never seen a blind man see I promise you a pain can see Never seen a cancer death Never seen all the poor get fed Never seen a prisoner set free I promise you a change If you're on YouTube, uh, not if not if you're not on the YouTube, you can't even see us. You can't even see us, which you may be better off. Hey, Dan, this is Bigger T coming at you with the Big C Bigger T podcast with my man Big C Clint Clark. What's up, Clint? I man, not nothing much. Just living the dream all day, every day. Living the dream. Speaking of living the dream, Travis, we're gonna we're gonna finally do it. We are. We are. I, I you know, and I almost when we were doing like the little intro, goofing off, I almost said, "Hey, do you want to talk about it?" So I'm not even gonna give us a choice. We're just gonna talk about. We're it. gonna talk about it. We're gonna sure. talk about it because no, I mean, so we're gonna get up. We're gonna do the stand up thing. That's right. We're gonna give it a whirl. I don't right. know. If it's gonna. I don't know if it's going to go good or not. Um, it, 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 here's the thing. Yeah. It could go one of three ways, I think. Okay, you tell me about it. Okay. It could go really good. Yes. Could, you know, we could. it could go, wow, way to go, guys. Goodness. Man, that was awesome. Yeah. You should have been doing this a lot sooner. Right. That could be the response. Mm-hmm. Then it could be the response of, yeah, guys, it was great. Great, great job. Great. You, you did good. You did. Way to go. Way to go. It's kind of like my Little League baseball career. <laughs> At least you had a uniform, kid. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you did good with that glove. You, you did a pretty good job in the ready position up there. <laughs> Like I'll you held your you held your mic. You didn't throw up. Way to go, Travis! <laughs> Congratulations. I'll, I'll wake up the next morning and my wife will make me like a pancake, and because <laughs> she loves me, she loves yeah. me. Yeah, she'll in whipped cream. But at least you tried. <laughs> you tried. That's, That's right. Like, oh, we get yeah. it. They, we may have a participation trophy <laughs> waiting for us, and that's all we get. Okay. So, uh, and and you know, I was telling my wife, I said I get crippling anxiety, and I just hide it well. Yeah, like, I hide it really, really well. And like, hey, I'm probably, I'm I'm gonna have to wear dark pants because I'll probably poo poo my <laughs> pants. Um, 
but no. Well, in the in the last result could be we just bomb. <laughs> we get up there, and the people are like, "Listen here, fat boys, just get get off the stage." Stop it! Stop Never, it. in your incoherent babbling, did you yeah. say anything that resembled a logical response? Yeah, no. We are all now dumber for listening to your. <laughs> we award you no points. I'm May worried. God have mercy on yourself. Can we be? I mean. We're we're uninteresting for an hour a week on here. Can I be interesting <laughs> yeah. for two minutes? Hey, the, the joint, you know. As long as we can laugh at ourselves, right, right. Well, if we if we bomb, I mean, like, just to be honest with you. Let's say the worst thing that could possibly happen, which is I get up there like, hey, and I sit there just with the mic and I freeze up, and I just I, I soil myself because. I just, I don't know. I just I get up there and I freeze. Which I'm going to be filming if you do. That's yeah. what I was like. It'll be good podcast fodder. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll make for a good podcast. Yeah, like, right. I mean, I'll be like, I'll be like, look, I'll tell, a, I'll tell some ha ha jokes. Like ha ha jokes. I'll tell ha ha jokes. And like people will go home like, what did, what did that fat guy in overall say? And <laughs> Like, I don't remember, but he was wearing overalls. If they go home and say, that big guy in the overalls, he got up there and froze and goes, man, and just soiled himself. <laughs> Everybody will remember me. Everybody there will never forget me. Guaranteed. Well, have I ever told you about my first time standing in front of the church as a little kid? No, you haven't. Well, at my church in Clinton, we used to do a deal where uh, on Sunday nights, if you had a special, you could... Just anybody could. I got a special tonight, and you just yeah, no, yeah. I've been, I've been to them, yeah, yeah. And so, <clears throat> I'd been working up the nerve. I was going to sing. Um, I got joy down in my heart. You know that song, that song you sing as a yeah, kid, deep deep down in my heart. Where J O Y down in my heart. Anyway, so <clears throat> I was going to sing that in front of the whole church Sunday night, right? Right. I forget how old I was. I was like seven, eight years old, seven something like that. So I get up there. <clears throat> well, no, I'm I'm there sitting out in the audience. I'm ready, right? Right. Well, this girl gets up before me. The guy, the music minister, sees her hand first, and she's like a year older than me. And she probably kills it, doesn't she? And she sings that same song. Oh. She sings my song that I'm gonna sing. Oh no. So I'm like, oh man. But I'm I'm like I'm decided I'm gonna get up there. I don't care. I don't care. I'm going to get up there. So I get up there and I look out and I see all those people and I just start giggling. Right. Now you got to remember little chubby kid, right? Curly white boy Afro. Okay. Cause I had curly hair. And we both have naturally curly hair. Yeah. And I'm just standing there. The, the music minister is like trying to hand me the microphone and I'm just sitting there <laughs> giggling. Like a little girl. And I finally like sang the first verse, I think, and sat down. Yeah. And I think the music minister sang it with me. And so <laughs> that was my first time. So if I get up there and whoever's before me tells the same jokes that I'm going to tell, then I'll probably just get up there and just giggle. Just giggle. Just giggle and sit down. <laughs> I, I, I just get up there, giggle, pick my nose, 
<laughs> if you do, it'll be gold. It'll be yeah. gold. It'll be, probably be better than half the people. There. I do remember the first time I ever got up in front of the church, we were doing a youth group play. And I had the part of being a shepherd that just stood there and was silent. Mm. You've known me for how long now, Travis? You didn't stay silent. I didn't stay silent. No, I don't no. know how old it was. I probably no, there's no way. Yeah. I just get up and go, I want to talk. <laughs> yeah, why not? They had one kid with a speaking rope. And he was like in high school, and I'm like five or six. And I'm just like, hey, I want to talk. <laughs> like the youth director had to go okay we're, we're letting this guy talk right now i'm like no you don't understand i want to talk <laughs> i don't know you know for the sake of the story i'll say tom clark had to come up and get me yeah. <laughs> like i was like no i'm talking <laughs> y'all can't stop me i want to be the center of attention i want to be this like I've, I've, I've never been good at being a background character that's right yeah so i'm like no i'm the center of attention so that, that now it's gonna be fun we're gonna be at the joint in North Little Rock yeah. next Tuesday night, the twenty first. Uh, that's it's uh, it's my spring break, so I, I don't have to be at work the next morning. So that's why we picked that night. And I think what we should do, honestly, now now that now that it's the cat's out the bag and everything, and I'm, and we never like usually what happens is me and Travis will each other Marco Polo like Monday morning. Like, when do you want to record this week? I think we should record Wednesday afterwards that way we can review how it's how it went there we go yeah and that, and that way if some reason and we'll get to basketball later of course but if some reason arkansas loses to illinois we ain't got time to harp on it we can that's talk right. about our, we can talk about our own huge embarrassing failures that's right that's right we can uh, make fun of ourselves make fun of ourselves and forget about that instead of being sad that's right sad about shooting so, hey, man, we'll be really happy <clears> about it. yeah I mean, hopefully, well, hopefully your boys kill it and Arkansas wins. That's right. Hopefully, we're talking about some victories. Yeah, there you go. Some some victories. Know, at least two L's. Hopefully, um, we get some some ha ha laughs and uh, on Tuesday night, and then um, and we're celebrating some Razorback uh, shooty hoop, shooty as you hoop. would call it, as you call it, some shooty hoop victories yeah. from the weekend. Well, Clint, that brings us to our Holy Snikes moment. And uh, we kind of got two of them, don't you we? You came up with a couple of them that um, are kind of sort of disturbing. Well, you know, and I'll be honest with you, I didn't read the one article about the zebra. Yeah, I'd seen that. I'd, I'd yeah, seen I, that somewhere I, else, too. I didn't read the article. So, um, but so, apparently, a guy, um, yeah. Let me I see. was gonna make it. I was just gonna make up the story, Travis, about how this zebra bit someone's arm off. Yeah, um, that's that happened. I mean, that, that it, it, says, it says it's a pet zebra. Yeah, nearly bites Ohio man's arm off. Animal fatally shot. Authorities say. Now, here's the thing, Clint. You think you look at a zebra? Yeah. Right? And you think, well, that's just a weirdly painted horse or donkey. That's all it is. Nothing scary about that. Well, think about where zebras live. They live in areas where 
they're chased down by lions and and cheetahs and animals that are pretty scary. Yeah, right? no, yeah, them scary animals for sure. And Clint, I don't know if you know this, but you know, I've told you about my grandpa that that had donkeys. You know, I've, I've talked right. about that a lot. You know, my papa had llamas. Well, my grandpa had a dream of having zonkeys. So he bought a zebra one time. Okay, I didn't know this, and now I'm intrigued. You have me. You had my curiosity. Now yeah. you have my attention. Go ahead. He he wanted to breed the zebra with the donkey. Okay. And, and have zonkeys, which is, are real things. Um, I didn't know if it was a real thing. Um, yeah. So. yeah, it's it's a real thing. Kind of like a liger is a real thing, too, by the way. Okay. For those of y'all that watched, uh, what's what was that? Napoleon uh, Dynamite. Yeah, well, Napoleon Dynamite and then also uh, the Netflix documentary, uh, Tiger King or whatever. Okay, I yeah. don't remember seeing ligers. Yeah, he had pet ligers. Yeah, he had, okay. he had, he had I mean, some at ligers. Point, I mean, do they, do they exist in the wild? I mean, like, seriously. No, they don't, they don't exist in the wild. You have to pretty like, much force them to, together. I mean, like, and literally, you've got to put a female lion and a male tiger together and they'll just finally be like, all right. And and my and my grandpa's never made a love connection, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah, no, I get it, but I'm like saying- the like the female and males. He it was a male zebra and the the female donkeys that he put it with. They just you, I, I don't guess that was. Are you lying to me? I'm not. I don't. I mean, I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm telling the truth. Know if I believe you. I'm telling That's the truth. Like I don't know. See what's going to happen is is I'm. Gonna, hey, I'm, my grandpa was. Listen, my grandpa. If if he would have had more of a mullet and have been a little more instead of being German Jew, been a little more redneck, he could have been Tiger King. Like, you know, like he, he was a crazy <laughs> he did some weird things with that. Like he borrowed, you know, those like on those shows, those African wild dogs. Yeah. He borrowed one of those because he wanted to breed it with a catahoula. Because he was raising, uh, he was raising dogs for like he sold dogs for hog hunters, and like he would mix Catahoula and pit bulls together for for those those because you got kind of a working dog with a tough dog, and that's a good hog dog, right? Did they base the island of Doctor Monroe off your grandfather? I think so, probably. Yeah, <laughs> but he. But the thing was that African wild dog, like. Yeah. The guy he borrowed it from, the dog was in a cage with a bear. And when they threw the horse meat in for the dogs and the bear to eat, the bear would sit back and let the dog eat first. See, the, you know, that's that's the dog, man. If you if you're a dog, if you're a dog and you and you are being like told and you're telling a bear what to do, like no, no, daddy. Yeah. And this is deeper than I wanted to go on this, but in every, in every dog that he tried to breed with that African wild dog, that African wild dog killed it. (laughs) So after he tried a couple, he's like, never mind, this ain't going to (laughs) work. So apparently my grandpa wasn't good at making love connections with animals. There you go. Okay. Yeah. I mean, anyway, but what I'm trying to say is that zebra, like I was a kid, right. And I'm thinking, I want to ride a zebra. Grandpa's got a zebra. He's got donkeys. I ride his donkeys. 
I want to ride a zebra. Did you get a saddle on it? No. That thing was <laughs> wild, dude. That thing was scary. That thing, like, you start messing with it, it start biting at you and stuff. So when you sent me that article, I believe that a zebra would take a dude's arm off. See, and I figured they were dos- the herbivore, docile creatures. I get, like, kicking and stuff, but, like, I guess, you know. Well, they gotta they gotta protect themselves, man, and they can they can be mean. Well, just like a donkey can be pretty mean too, you know. Yeah. And that's why people get donkeys a lot of times to protect like cattle from coyotes See, and stuff like no, that. That's what me and my dad were actually talking about. That he said that's why you're my my papa. He would keep llamas instead of donkeys. Yeah, yeah. For the same reason, like that's what he'd keep a donkey protect his cattle. My my grandpa would use the donkeys to train the hog dogs. Yeah. Because the the dogs wouldn't hurt the donkey, because you know the donkeys could kick them away or whatever, and so he would like take a like a hog hog skin or whatever to kind of help them get the smell and then help them practice like baying them up and things like that. Anyway, but still, okay, so yeah, be careful with the zebras. Zebra, but that wasn't all. That's not all. That's right. That's you had all. another today, one. today. You know, I get on you know whatever your new side of choice is. I happen to like to go to CNN.com for whatever reason. I always have. Um, but, you know, I, I was like, I, so I scroll down the, the page because I'm bored. And I see a monkey has basically, a pet monkey had jumped a woman. Like, it wasn't like this, like, I mean, imagine coming home being like, oh, I wonder what I got from Amazon today. And then you get attacked by a monkey. <laughs> I mean, it, it, apparently it started ripping the woman's hair out. It ripped off part of her ear. She's got to have plastic surgery. Yeah. I mean, you you, you don't even have, I mean, well, I did read like in, in Ohio, like you don't have to have a license to have a zebra. Like it's not, yeah. like literally somebody like me or you can go, we bop, 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 we bop, bop, bop. <laughs> I don't know about monkeys. I don't I haven't researched it because I have no desire to buy a monkey. <laughs> but like I mean something like literally am I do I need to be worried? Can do I need to like am I gonna Well here's up? the thing, Clint. Here's the thing. Hearing these yeah. stories right. about these animals turning on their owners. Yeah. And these were animals that they thought were just their friends, right? Yeah, they thought these. I love these animals. It's just a zebra and it's a monkey. It's I love these animals. Now, you're starting like a little farm there on Horseshoe Mountain in Greenbrier. I, I am. I, I'm and you've already farm. invested in some chickens. Yeah, Clark you, Acres. Is you got your goats. You've already and you've already had problems with one of the goats having yeah. to chase it around yeah. the neighborhood there, right? Or Horseshoe Mountain there, and then now you're getting pigs. Getting, I'm getting pigs. And you're getting some cattle. Got a couple, couple cows, right? Yeah, three of them. Well, see, here, here's the deal, Clint, man. What I'm worried about you, man. I'm worried that these animals are going to turn on you. You worried, you worried that maybe I'm going to go out there to feed a cow and get got? I'm worried, man. I'm worried, man. These, you know, goats going to come up behind you. Pigs going to be in front of you, push you over, and then. It's over, man. They're gonna have you in the cripple cross face, and you ain't got nothing you can do about and it. Got, and I got ducks too. You know them ducks. ducks. Oh, ducks are evil, man. They're I evil. Duck. I bought five ducks. I don't know why I bought five ducks because the guy was selling five ducks. So I bought five ducks. Why not, man? Everybody needs a duck. Yeah, like I guess so I got five ducks. They're uh... like Billy Madison. I painted the duck blue because I've never seen a blue duck, and I wanted to see a blue duck. <laughs> 
you know, but you know, I grew up on a farm, Travis. Yeah, yeah. So my mom, we used to know, try to tip your cattle. We did. Just to try to tip. <laughs> it never worked. It never did. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's an old wives' tale. I don't know. Yeah, I know. We 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 never could get them to stay asleep long enough. Yeah. By the time we got them, I mean, you know what? If, maybe if, we were too close to the same size as them. I don't know. <laughs> if anyone out here is listening, I don't care if you're listening in Great Britain or wherever you're listening from. For the dozens of people that listen, if you ever actually went cow tipping and was successful at it, let us know. That's right. Please, please, please let us do. Because I, I don't think it's act. I mean, I think it's just one of the things people talk about and no one's actually ever done. Yeah. I mean, um, I mean, Tommy Boy tried to give us, you know, the directions. You got to put your shoulder between his flank and his udder. Right, what did so, you Billy option on to? One, two, ready? <laughs> so, like, we're working on the on the hog pit. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're getting that ready. I told mom, so I'm going to put electric wire around the bottom of the hog pit. And she around. She's like, I don't know. If that's gonna be enough to keep them in. I'm like, they're in a pen with. Oh, she goes, Oh, I thought you're just gonna use the electric wire. <laughs> I'm not stupid. Come on now, give me more credit than that. So we're getting. I'm having to put a lot of fence up. I mean, because it's not. You know, I've got the land, got the pasture space, mm-hmm. um, and there's some bob wire already up. But I, I need to run. I need to run quite a bit. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm kind of. I'm kind of like, I'm going to show dad. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. And that I can do it. That his boy, his boy can handle it. That I'm Dolan Rory's grandson. I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, it, and it's kind of funny. It's the first time I've actually headed up the project. I've always been like the just labor. Yeah. Yeah. It's a different role for me, so, which has been fun to, to get to do that. But you know, we're, we're putting the fence up. And I'm digging the post holes and I'm driving the T post. And we got basically we got we got everything driven and done. Mm-hmm. So dad comes out there and looks and man, y'all, y'all got a lot done. And he goes, and then he goes, Is there a particular reason you put the fence post up backwards? <laughs> Is it T post? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So I drove I'd driven the studs pointing out instead of pointing in. Yeah. And that took me, when he explained to me why it mattered, I was like, oh. They can push the wire away from it easier. Yeah. So I said, I've got, I've got, uh, I got 20. I said, I got about, so I had to just literally, I had literally just start pulling oh, them up. That's a pain. Yeah. I had to pull every one of them up. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, I'd done, I probably had driven 48 T posts. And I would say I had to pull up about 28 of them. Ooh, yep. So I had to have a, one of those hand driver things. Big, yeah, yeah. Well, hand driver, and then oh. fortunately, you know, it'd been raining so much that it just it it went the they sunk in pretty know, easy. Yeah, sunk in. It came up pretty easy. It really wasn't. It there too really bad. wasn't much. Wasn't too bad, but it was just one of them deals. Like I'm going to show everybody how smart I am. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> like it just like that I'm happens. Like, yeah. And dad told me, man, I've done the same thing and it's been hot and the ground's been dry and it was hard to pull them up. Yeah. yeah. It's an easy mistake to make. Lesson, lesson learned, lesson learned, but I got all the post holes, Doug. I got, well, I got a drill where I'm going to put the gate up. Um, I'll have to, I'll have to um, dig a couple more, but other than that, I'm, 
I've got the I've got I've just got to stretch the wire now and do some touching up. The Clark Farm. Yeah, oh Clark Acres. Clark Acres. Yeah, we got so we'll see how it goes. I'm actually going to get the cattle tomorrow. Me and dad are driving to go pick up the calves. And oh, cool. Started. Where are you getting those at? We're going to Berryville. Oh wow. Found found a good deal on them though. They I'm going it. up in the hills. Yeah, so we'll have fun. Hopefully we'll make it back. Yeah, I'm sure you will. There you go. All right. Well, uh, Clint, SEC tournament didn't go so hot. It did not. That first game against Auburn went all right. Went, went pretty well. Yeah. Uh, but then, uh, uh, but then Texas A&M, that first half against Texas A&M looked good. Looked real good. No, it looked like the best, one of the best halves of basketball they played all year. That's right. But then that second half, man, just nothing worked. Yeah. Uh, just turnovers and and not making shots. Couldn't make couldn't make threes. Couldn't. Uh, you know what? I think Nick Smith was one of ten. Isn't that right in the second half? Yeah, uh, I did. I didn't. I didn't see. I. You know, I was keeping up with it. I, I can't remember what was on, but I was flipping back and forth with that and something else. Yeah. And then as the game got uglier and uglier, I just kept – I just turned it off, you know. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, I'm going to watch this other thing. Yeah. So you could tell it, it came off the rails and it wasn't going back on. Yeah, it it was – uh, it was tough. To, it was it was sad. It was, it was tough to watch. Um, they – that that's the way this team's been though, man. It's it's there's not a there just hasn't been a consistency with them. Yeah. And uh that's it's just something we're not seeing with them. And now, once again, though, here's a new season starting. Here's here's the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Now this first game against Illinois, you know, I heard uh Rick Schaefer was on the buzz today, and I agree with him. If they beat Illinois, I think they beat Kansas. Because I think Illinois is maybe a tougher matchup. Yeah. Because Illinois is long. They're athletic like we are. They, you know, they got a lot of height. They got a lot of length to them. Um, they score in a lot of the same ways we score. They got two guys that are that are a couple stud uh, scores. They got a they got a big guy that's pretty solid down low that you got to worry about. Uh, they're they're like their numbers. If you look at the numbers, they mirror each other with the Hogs on the year. So it's a really even matchup for a first game. I mean, it's a it's a legit eight nine matchup. Yeah. Um, what's your feelings on the Illinois? I, it's going to be a tough game. I mean, it's just, it's going to be tough. You're probably playing a little bit closer to their house than they are yours. Mm. Um. It just – I don't know. i tell you, it's this – and I tell you about this off the air, you know, when we're talking about I wanted to ask you this. Is this the most disappointing basketball season you've seen in a while? You know. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we've had one that we've expected as much from that so far hasn't – delivered what you expected 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, know, I, I agree with you on that. I, I think um, with the recruits we had come in, because pretty much Musk got everybody he wanted. Yeah. He got every portal guy he wanted. He got every high school recruit he wanted. He got pretty much everybody he wanted. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. No one said no to him. Okay. Now, that's good in some ways. Okay. But I think, you know, what, what people have to realize and what fa- us as fans have to realize as a coach, you're not going to say no to any of those guys. Right. I mean, like, you have five star Jordan Walsh saying, Yeah, I'm going to come to you. Yeah, maybe he's not the best fit for this. Like, there's someone else that might have been a better fit, you know? Yeah. But you don't say no to a five-star Jordan Walsh. You know what I mean? Like, you don't – not to say he would ever thought about that, okay? I'm just saying, for, no. exa- for example, you know, no, you don't, yeah, no, you don't, you don't say, say no to – you don't say no to a Darian Ford. You know, guys, all, all Arkansas four-star – been winning state championships since he was in ninth grade, you know, point guard, you know, all that. But here's, here's the analogy that I think, I don't think I've said this on here. I've used this analogy and talking to some people about this, just, um, you ever played chess? No. Okay. Well, do you know how chess works? I'm not, I'm not a big chess player either, but I'm, you know, I know how chess works, right? And you have like your pawns and the pawns can do certain moves, right? And they can only move in certain directions and whatever. And then you got your, like your rook, they can only go like diagonal or whatever. And then you got your knight that can only go like an L shape or whatever. And then you got your queen that can do a lot of different things and your king can go certain spots. So in order to play the game of chess, you need all those different spots to be able to work around the board, right? Well, this team has a lot of the same pieces. Okay, he's he's going he's going into the game with a lot of the same. It's like he's going in with a bunch of rooks or a bunch of knights. Okay, and so you got a bunch of guys that can do these L-shaped moves and they can do it real good. But you need some of these, you know, you need some of these just pawns that can do just little one side, you know, side to side and just move one spot at a time. Because sometimes you got to just come up on some, you know what I'm saying? So in basketball, you need, you need different parts of a team. Okay. You need different spots, people to play different roles. And you got a lot of guys that play the same role on a team. And you're trying to mesh those same roles together to make one team and to try to go out and win a game. Well, it's difficult because, you know, and even since bringing Nick Smith back, even though as talented as he is and and you want him back, right? He's so talented. You need him back on this team. You need his shooting. However, he's playing the same role that Anthony Black normally plays. And Ricky Council has been playing. And those guys don't know how to respond. Look at – there, you know, Ricky Council's play has gone down since Nick Smith has been back. Yeah. Some of that's because Nick Smith is taking 
a lot of that role that Ricky Council was doing. Okay, I think, and not that Nick Smith is doing is. I don't blame Nick Smith for that. I'm not talking bad about the guy. Okay, no, I'm not talking bad about Muss. He's putting the best players out there. He's putting his best players out there, right? It's just they've been disappointing because he's playing with a lot of the same pieces. Now, now let me ask you a question, Travis. And let's just have this conversation here. We ask each other the question is about has John Calipari underachieved mm-hmm. as a coach? Has he underachieved? Because he he pretty much was like, he is Mr. One and Done. Yeah. So you got at least three one and dones on this team. Because mm-hmm. uh, the team really seems to lack a chemistry and, and, and a flow. They don't flow well well together. So has Calipari, uh, has he really underachieved he won one championship, and he's always one of the top teams because he's using the same model that Eric Musselman's using, but he's been more successful with it. And the fact that he's been so well at building teams out of one and does and only one national title, will it work? See, you know? I, I mean, is it harder than we all think it is? Obviously it is. Because that's the thing. I mean, because I told you, Arkansas could lose in the first round or they could win the entire stupid thing because they have that much talent. Yeah. You know, Nick Smith may be one of the – he's going to be one of the top four players off – I mean, him and Anthony Black are both going to be top ten draft picks. Yeah. Walsh is going to go first round. Brazil, what I saw him being talked about as a first rounder. Um, You know, it's just – Well, I – I, I hate to – I'm going to say this, and I, I don't – I'm not trying to – look, Muss knows more than I do. I'm just a fan. Yeah. Right? I'm just a fan. Well, we got a podcast and an opinion, and that's – If if it was me, in my limited knowledge of basketball, right, I would want to see what the team looks like with Darian Ford running point Yeah, as a true point guard. Okay. And build his leadership up because the kid is a leader. Everything you hear about him, okay, he's a leader. I mean, he he's he's doing stuff off the court. Everything you hear about the guy, when you watch him when he does play, he's talking, he's communicating with the players. I think even though he's a freshman, and I'm not saying he's not he's not as good as Nick Smith. He's not as good as Devo, okay? However, he's more of a true point guard, right? Yeah. He plays he, – he would play his role. And this team needs somebody that – think about this. What would this team look like with a Corey Beck running point guard? Now, he, he wouldn't solve the problems of they can't shoot outside. He wouldn't solve that problem because Corey Beck wasn't that much of an outside shooter, right? But he would lead them, and he would get them in the right – you know, get them in the right sets. He would get them in the right places to where they could take advantage of the other team, okay? And he would be a general out there on the court. 
I would like to see what it would look like if we tried instead of all this positionless basketball. And I understand that's the way the NBA plays. That's the way, you know, but I'm sorry. The NBA doesn't always play that way. Teams that Chris Paul plays on don't play that way. Yeah. Okay. Cause he's a true point guard. So they run him as a true point guard and let him lead the team. Okay. But the, what, what, what is the one thing this team is missing? There's a couple of things. Well, the, the main thing to me they're missing, they're missing it. Yeah. They're just missing it. Yeah. Like, like, and I, I don't know if you can describe that as the dog in here, whatever you want to describe it. There's an it. No, I, th- I think you're right. And I think that that is having someone that's a leader. No, and that's, and that's what, and, and look, last, who was the leader of last year's basketball team? It was Jalen Williams. Yep. That was Jalen Williams basketball. Mm-hmm. He was a sophomore and it was his team. Yeah. I, I think something when the when the guy is the leader, the guy on the team. Jalen Williams was also the guy, mm. and he was the leader. Mm. Uh, and so it's like the guy was supposed to be Nick Smith Jr. The leader was probably supposed to be Nick Smith Jr. And when when you're Nick or Smith, or Anthony Black, yeah. But when the guy, the guy that's supposed to be the guy, your number one guy plays in six, ten games, if that, I mean, a handful of games, it just, the, the chemistry never got there and they never got a chance to develop it. And, and no, I, I, yeah, I agree with you. I think, I think, and I think, I think Trevin Brazil was going to be the guy somewhat. I think he was going to be that Jimmy Witt, that, yeah. um, you know, that, that guy, the older guy that's, you know, he's got a, well, he's just got a year under him that the other, some of the other guys don't have. But I think he was going to come and come in and be that. Uh, but yeah, you're right. I think uh, because you can get past not shooting good threes. Yeah. You know, Cal won some national championships without shooting good threes. Right. You, and here's the thing is is I don't want to buy the excuse that the injuries were a thing. Yes, losing Nick Smith Jr. hurt. You mm. losing Trayvon Brazil hurt. I said this when Tyler Wilson went down. When Tyler Wilson went down and we lost to Louisiana Monroe and Little Rock when we were a top 10 basketball team or football team. Mm. When your backup's a four-star recruit, you that still shouldn't happen. You there yeah. losing quarterback is not an excuse. When you bring in a four-star recruit, yeah, no excuse for, you know, your – and the same thing, you have so much – there was so much talent on that team. Mm-hmm. You still – even without Nick Smith, you had you had three five-stars on the roster. Yeah. Three. Three five-stars on the but, roster. And that's – but that's where, as a coach, okay, you have to find and build leadership within that team. Now I know that's not that's easier said than done, okay? And I'm and I'm not, and please oh. don't take that as a dogging of Mus. I'm not dogging him. I'm just saying that's what you have to try to do. And and he may have tried and it, it didn't work out yeah. or it's or whatever. Like and sometimes you put you ask someone to be a leader that just doesn't end up being a good leader. Well, you know, like even last year, like he tried putting Devo at point to run the offense through Devo. It didn't work. Yeah. 
wasn't good. Like they had to chase away. It just seems like this team just never figured it out. Yeah. Like, you know, well, and, and I think the, I think the same way with Anthony black, look, I love Anthony black, but he's very childish. Yeah. Not, not a childish, very immature. Okay. And so there'll be times when he look, he runs the team and you're like, this guy's awesome. Yeah. He needs to run the team all the time. Then there's other times I want the ball out of his hands because it'll look like he knows what in the heck he's doing out there. Okay. Um, he, he still needs to mature and he's, and he's, you know, he's, he's, he's going to, you know, and, and I may say that and we get in this tournament against Illinois and Kansas and he looks like a beast. And that's what I hope. That's what I hope. Okay. Because I still believe we still have a talented team that can play with anybody. And I'm predicting in my brackets that way, <laughs> if Arkansas loses early, it's going to mess my brackets up. Okay. Oh, yeah, for sure. I've, I've got them going uh, a long ways. But um, and they have the they have the talent to do it. That's they do have the talent to do that's it. That's what's been so frustrating about the season is they have the talent to do it. Yeah. And and like I said, they could lose to Illinois, or they could win the entire stinging thing. I mean, it could be either or. Yeah. And then somewhere in between. I mean, you go to Alabama. You went to Alabama, a hostile crowd. Yeah. You got within three. Yeah. Well. And so um, we'll see. Yeah. So. So anyway, the tournament starts this week, man. I'm excited. This is a great time of year for basketball. Uh, it's a great time of year for that. So uh, we're excited about that. Baseball is rolling pretty good. We got some uh, pitchers getting hurt. Our uh, our buddy Brady Tiger got hurt. Um, he's got a sprain. Looks like he's going to be out all told six weeks, I think, is what they're saying. Um, but hopefully he's mending up. And uh, hey, by the way, how could you interview Brady Tiger and not love the kid? I know, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, he's so easy to pull for, such a likable guy. That's right. And then, uh, now football spring practice has started. You know, we we interviewed Cam Ball here recently. Uh, if you hadn't seen these interviews, go back and watch them uh, on our YouTube channel or or yeah. uh, go back on Apple Podcast or, or Spotify, wherever Google, wherever and you're watching. When you're going back to watch or listen to these things, like it. That's right. Like it. Share it. Subscribe. Yeah. But, um, that's where you talk it. But spring football's going. They're about to get, uh, in pads Thursday, I believe, is when they're going to start doing some thudding up a little bit. Uh, Coach Pittman's talked about some guys that have stood out. Uh, he said some of the receivers are standing out pretty good. Trey Biddy's talked about that too. That some of the receivers are looking, um, yeah, the cat pretty from, good out there. Yeah, the cat from Texas A&M Commerce, Andrew Armstrong, is that right? I think so. I can't remember I for sure. I'm pretty sure it's Armstrong, um, but apparently he is he is winning every rep. And then uh, the Tesla kids looking pretty good. Yeah, and then. Um, uh, Bryce Stevens, uh, that was the first one Pittman mentioned today, is looking good. And of course, you know he's coming, coming a kid coming back. And then uh, Wilson, who's been looking good, was in a car wreck, and uh, 
Yeah, Pittman made it sound like it was. Listen, the fact that all he did was come out with a broken fibula is is great. Yeah, that, tibia, cracked tibia, cracked tibia. So. Yeah, but he's he should be back in six weeks or so. But he's going. That's going to have him missing. Uh, Greer, the linebacker, which yeah. he's one that Cam Ball talked about, was looking really good. Uh, there, there's a lot of Pittman was talking about him a lot, saying saying he looks really good. He's going to help the linebacker room. Um, you know, it sounds like he's a stud, and you put him with Pooh Paul, that's gonna be a talented group. No, I, I, I really do, man. I think the, the rotation probably will be the most talented rotation they've had at linebacker, and I say that when last year I had well, maybe have, the most athletic. Well, when you have Pooh Paul and Drew Sanders on the field at the same time. Yeah. But I think you'll probably see more of three linebacker look. You yeah. like you're you're gonna see four down front. You may see three linebackers, and then you may see you may see two. I mean, it's gonna vary by personnel. But yeah, I think I think this they're gonna have so much more flexibility now, and you could tell like with Cam, like he was really excited about the defense. Well, and here's another thing that should have us excited about the defense. Um, you know, I'm a member of, of hog sports with yes, uh, Trey Biddy, Danny West, that website. And I love reading their stuff. They do a great job. And one of the things they're talking about, you know, I try not to, I don't, I don't ever try to bring the stuff that you right, have yeah. to pay to pay to read or whatever. Uh, cause that's, um, not right. So, but I don't think this is, this is anything they're trying to hide. With the new defensive coordinator and the new coaches we're having, I think Danny West was talking about, and they may have talked about this on the radio too, that this is the best group of recruits, highest-ranked defensive recruits that Arkansas has been on in a long time. That, you know, in the past we've we've gotten some big – Big name offensive guys, but getting the big stars on defense right. has been difficult at times. And the fact that we're bringing in some guys, uh, we're bringing in some guys for visits right now that are some big time guys. And uh, he said, uh, I think it was, I think it was Danny West or somebody was talking about that the other day. That this group that they're bringing in, if you're paying attention to recruiting. They're getting they're on some guys that are some talented cats. Okay. So that, that's exciting to me. Now, can I ask you a question, Travis? Sure. Now, these guys are obviously great recruiters, but look at the off the defense we've been running under oath. Mm-hmm. Would you describe that as fun? No, not really. Would you describe this one? Sounds like it's going to be a little bit more fun. You're going to get a little bit more after. I think we saw that in the Cam Ball interview. Yeah. You know, I think, I think he was, you know, I think, I think he was a little, you know, except more excited about it too. Um, no, I think you see it, but I mean, I think, but I mean, it's going to be a more fun defense. And I think, I think Pittman's already proved that he's got a good culture. Yeah. And if there's anything that threatens that culture, you know, based off rumors you've heard and yeah. stories you've read, that he will get rid of that that's bringing the culture down. That's right. That's right. 
he's not gonna he's not gonna put up with it. Like he he's got an expectation of what the culture is gonna be. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh I'm excited for it, man. I, I really am. Uh I, I'm I'm super excited about uh about football. Um well there's I mean oh Jacoby Criswell, they uh Pittman saying his arm talent is better than what he thought it was. Yeah. And said he's very mature and showing a lot of leadership. Said he he said you can tell he's gonna show even more leadership once he learns the offense. Yeah. So that, that's well, exciting. Here's the thing. You've got Singleton, you've got him. Mm-hmm. I don't think I think I don't think KJ's back next year. I think KJ tries to Oh yeah, yeah. And he should. Yeah. Like this should be it for KJ Jefferson. It really yep. should. I don't think he should hit the portal. Like he's not going to prove his stock anywhere else. No. He needs to if he does goes anywhere, he needs to go ahead and go pro. Yeah. Oh, he will. So, yeah. So the audition for QB one starts now. Yeah. I mean it does. Jacoby and Jacoby sing and, and Malachi are fighting that out right now. Yeah. They, you don't transfer to Arkansas thinking you're going to beat out KJ Jefferson. KJ is one of the top ten quarterbacks in college yeah. football. Yeah, no, you're right. So, so yeah, they're already showing out, and you want to keep them out of that portal. Yeah, for sure. You don't want you don't want to sign them one in the portal. Well, Clint, we it's getting about that time, man. Yes, sir. But I got a question for you. Oh no, I think I know what it is. What you been watching? Man, you know, I've got I've got Prime. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a flex. I've got Amazon Prime, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Used to be a lot cooler than it is now. Back when you could actually get the two day shipping. There you go. Yeah. So, but I've got so I was on Prime Video. I've been watching. Um, I call it Josie and the Pussycats just to irritate my wife. But yeah. I'm watching uh, Daisy Jones and the Six. Daisy Jones and the Six. Yeah, it's a uh, it's based off a book. They end up becoming the big biggest band in the world. It's loosely based off Fleetwood Mac. Okay, like you got your flashes in the past, and you got your, and they kind of go back and forth. It's yeah, you know, kind of the same musical genre of uh, of a Fleetwood Mac, but it's been really good. Starring Elvis Presley's granddaughter. Okay, cool. Yeah, so um, nice, very, very good. And you can see, you know, she got she got at some of Elvis's talent. Yeah, so it's a uh, good deal. It's it's good to see. You got to pull from one of Elvis's all um, descendants. So. Yeah, they have well, been watching. I got a show you need to try. All right, it's uh, I got you hooked on alone. This one uh, is not as long as Alone, I don't think. It's Netflix. It's called Outlast. I saw it. I thought about it. I'm going to try this out. It's it's different. It's uh, it's in Alaska. Okay. Okay, and it's survivalist or whatever. But the difference is these are survivalists. These are people that normally like to be alone, right? So yeah. they normally you'd think they'd be wanting to do a show like Alone. But on this show, they have to stay in teams. Right. 
And if they don't stay in teams, like if if their team checks out or whatever or has to leave and they're left alone, if another team doesn't take them, then they have to leave like within 24 hours or so, okay? So – and so that's one way you can get rid of people is if, you know – and so you're what you're trying to do is outlast everybody and then the final team – has a chance to win like a million dollars or something and split it. So basically, you there's a transfer portal. Sort of. I don't want to be on this team anymore. I'm hitting the portal. They they, they can do that. There, there's some of that that happens. There's some of that where they'll they're like they're like I don't I'm not going to make it on this team. I think I can do better if I go to this other team. Yeah. And there's also some like sabotaging. There's like some flat out stealing that happens like there's some ladies that do some evil stuff man they do some evil like they're it's a it's interesting it's it's kind of a different concept um i don't like it as good as alone but it's still it's still really good it's worth watching i will definitely check it out yeah when i figured that's what you're asking like yeah i'm gonna have to talk about uh about daisy jones you know it's got some adult language in it so yeah, there's that, but yeah, it's been real good. Uh, I, I, you know, and I've, I've been flipping over to the XFL. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I watched. The- I need to. I need to watch some of that. I haven't watched. Well, because it's like it's, you know, like Bob Stoops is one of the coaches. Yeah, he's like, dude, this is easy. I ain't got to go. I I just coach football for two months. Yeah. And then I go, I go home, and I don't have to go to compliance meetings and do yeah. all this. like I do practice. I ain't got mandatory press conferences. Yeah, and I, I, I think, and I think, and I really do get the feeling the Rock and his ex-wife are looking at this as an investment. Yeah, like okay, we're just we're we're giving these kids that ain't quite ready to hang it up yet a chance. Yeah, a chance. And then you got guys like AJ McCarron who just. My kids never got to watch me play. Yeah. And so I'm going to cool. let them watch me play. So, yeah, it's, it's – Well, folks, fun. well, folks, if you're in Little Rock next Tuesday night and you ain't got anything to do, come to the joint. Uh, I don't know what time it starts or whatever, 7, 8 o'clock, something like that. Um, Come and listen to us till ha-ha jokes. And – um We'll see, you know, you can come boo us off the stage, throw yeah, stuff at us if you want. We don't care. Yeah. But uh anyway, let's uh let's root those hogs on this week. Blue pig. Let's beat uh, Illinois. Let's hopefully we're celebrating them beating Illinois and Kansas. We didn't talk about Kansas really, but of course they're of course the number one seed. The but it's just it's yeah. just really the, the a lot of the people you talk to though think that Arkansas matches up better against them than they do Illinois even. So we'll see what happens. I think the Hogs are going to be motivated heavily for that Illinois game is why I think we'll have a chance there, but we'll see what happens. Well, Clint, listen, dude, watch them animals. I will. Don't let them. Head on a swivel. Head on a swivel. Don't let them. We don't need your arm getting ripped off, dude. Okay. We don't need that. We've had too many surgeries on them arms. There 
you go. Got too much invested in them. All right, y'all. Have a blessed a week. Like and share. Subscribe. Give us a rating. Give us a review on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts. Let people know what you think about it. All those things help this get out there. We need this is all about clicks, 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 and more clicks. And we need clicks. Click. So help us out, y'all. We appreciate Click. those of y'all that listen. You don't know how much we appreciate y'all. So uh God bless and have a great week. Peace. Sweat. Work. Filthy. Dirt. Harvest. Hurt. Kingdom come. When I work, my hands get filthy down in this dirt Won't see no harvest till I hurt Cry in your kingdom come Listen I wake up in the morning I bow my head to pray Mama told me if I don't Ain't nothing gonna change These prayers breaking up hard ground So I can sow the seed In a and pain, Lord knows I gotta follow his lead, that's why I sweat when I work, my hands get filthy down in this dirt, won't see no